This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Hey, family, this is Karen, and this is our last in a series on confidence. In the past, I've talked about how confidence is in your subconscious, that you have to tap into it to unlock it. It's not something that you can feel and see, that it's not bravado. It is something that is deep in the recesses of your spirit. I also have talked about how confidence is forward-facing. You can't rest on your laurels to build confidence. You can't rest on the things that you've done in the past. Confidence is built on the little things, sometimes even the big things that are done in the present to build your future confidence. I recently had an opportunity to interview Rick Fox, the NBA, I won't call him a legend, he's an NBA champion. Uh, He played for the Boston Celtics and won a championship or two with the Los Angeles Lakers. And now he's a Hollywood actor. He's on on television. He's been. I saw him in Oz recently. He is the love interest of Grace Greenleaf on Greenleaf, and he's doing a a, a, a sitcom. Well, not a sitcom, like a murder mystery with Holly Robinson Pete. So I was talking to him about his pivot, his parlance into acting, which seems to be, you know, now it's not unusual for uh, basketball players and rappers to be actors. But when he was doing it, no one was doing it. And he talked about how scared he was and how he didn't feel worthy. But in in spite of not feeling worthy and in spite of not feeling, you know, up to par with other actors, he did it anyway. But he didn't just jump in, you know, and, and again, the act of doing something that you're afraid of doing and doing it anyway is the true measure of courage. And it also builds your confidence because as you do things that you're afraid to do and then you realize, hey, I did that, your subconscious mind says, oh, well, I guess we can keep doing this. And that's what happened with Rick Fox. But he didn't stop there. He totally worked on his craft, which a lot of people um, do when they're going into something new. you got to study it. He totally studied and worked on his craft. And it was interesting how Holly Robinson Pete said, you know, the greatest thing about Rick Fox is that he's constantly learning. He comes into every situation like a wide-eyed Uh, child like just ready to absorb everything and she said he knows a lot more than he lets on but he still comes into every situation ready to learn so to build your confidence first of all you can be un you cannot be afraid to do something that you're afraid to do you have to do it but come in prepared study learn your craft and then jump in the other thing um I I had recently interviewed a woman named Jackette Timmons, who's also on The Hub. She also has a podcast called More Than Money, and I absolutely love this woman because she's a financial behaviorist. She studies the behavior of people in their relationship to money. But she um, dropped a gem where she talked about prayer. Uh, and I think it's like a, an old adage or a proverb about prayer. Prayer, when you pray, move your feet. She said, when you pray, move your feet. And that means prayer, most of us ask for things that we want to have happen in our life, good health, wealth, whatever. Um, But none of that happens without moving our feet. So prayer without action, faith without deeds. Uh, So you have to take action on the things that you want. You can't just wish for them. You can't just hope for them. You have to actually do. So confidence is also built through action. I have a friend who um, is trying to get on her feet financially. She had gone through a bad marriage, and, and she started a new career. So her finances aren't where she wants them to be. So she has a job, but her bills, she feels like, are insurmountable. So I said to her, every pay period, put aside $50. And she said, I really don't have $50 to spare. I said, trust me. 
uh, opened up a savings account, and I told her which one, which pays, you know, about 2.14%. Not not bad, not great, but not bad. Um, and it's not an investment. This was something that I, I, I know that she needed to do uh, to build her confidence in her finances. I said, put set this up on automatic every pay period for $50 to be taken from your, your paycheck. And so she did it. Six months later, I get a call from her. She was like, uh, something happened in her home. She needed, uh, you know, there was a plumbing bill, and she didn't have the money, and she was asking me, should she pull from her retirement? And I said, how much do you need? And she said, $150. And I said, don't you have that in your savings? She had totally forgotten that she had set up that savings account that was pulling $50 every pay period from her check. And when she looked, she had more than $600 in the account, way more than what she needed to pay this plumbing bill. And it encouraged her so much, built her confidence and her ability to save so much that she went from being a passive saver to an active saver, and she upped that to $100 every pay period, which she didn't think she could spare until she spared the $50. So her confidence and her ability to, to save money went through the roof grew exponentially once she saw, and this was something she did in a very passive way, didn't even think about it, just put it on automatic. So we can build our confidence sometimes through tricking our, ourselves. <laughs> so, so I wanted to do that and, and tell you about that. But today, the last piece on confidence, and I think this is one that people struggle with the most, um, is to be consistent not just consistent in your actions, but consistent with yourself. Because again, confidence lies in your sub subconscious. And a lot of us are, are, lie to ourselves. We'll say, you know, I'm going to pick a vice. I'm going to stop drinking. Or I'm, I'm going to lose weight. Because that's, that's my biggest struggle, you know. And it's, a, it's something that I lie to myself about all the time. And not on purpose. Nobody is purposefully lying to themselves. When you say something out of your mouth, I believe you actually believe it. But your subconscious knows what's really true and what you're really willing to do. So, so you know, I know many people that are struggling to, to lose weight. Um, I know someone in particular who's like, I'm on this particular diet. But when I went out with them to eat, they compromised on their diet. They ate something that was not on their diet. And I know in their mind, they were like, this is a one-time thing. But that's the thing with confidence. And that's the thing with your subconscious. As soon as you break that promise to yourself, it kicks in the opposite of what you're trying to accomplish. And it lets your inner self know, oh, you're not really serious about this, so all bets are off. So as soon as that person ordered dessert and they're not supposed to have sugar, you know, I know some people who are diabetic. And I will watch them eat things that I know will, will hurt their body and their health. And I say to myself, you don't really want to be healthy. How are you trying to be healthy if you're eating that? And they say, well, it's just this one time. But it's in those moments of just this one time where you've destroyed your ability to be successful. So I need you over the next 30 days to be committed to something and stick to it. Um, and, and this is hard for a lot of people. I get accused a lot of times of friends of mine because I'm, I'm rigid. But I know how fragile my, my inner self can be if I'm not rigid, if I don't stick to my plan. And I think a lot of us make compromises in our lives and then we don't understand that's why we haven't reached our full potential or reached our goals because we keep compromising. And it's the little things, not the big things, the little compromises, the little, the little cheats, you know, that, that throw us off our course, not the big cheats. It's not the big ones, the little ones. 
So another reason why people don't have true, true confidence is a lack of decision, a lack of decisiveness, blowing in the wind, not being grounded in anything, not having conviction about the decisions that you make, your inconsistencies. Um, you can say, I'm going back to school to get my degree, or I'm going to go, I'm going to start going to the gym three times a week. These are goals. These are promises. But as soon as you break it one time, you know, you don't show up to class, you, you know, miss a whole week is when you start unraveling the very thing that you're trying to build for yourself. Um, if your keto diet says you can't drink and you go out and you say to yourself, well, I'm just going to have this one drink or I'm, I'm going on a trip. Uh, I have to save money for a trip, but then you end up spending money on something you don't need. You have lied to yourself. And then as a result, you won't have what you need to get there. Um, if you're having seltzer water because you're, you, you know that you, you, you shouldn't be drinking, then let that be the final decision, you know? And, and if, if you know that I'm struggling, so, so if you're on the other side of that as a friend and you know your friend has made a commitment, be the kind of friend to hold your friend accountable and say, aren't you on this diet or didn't you say you're not going to drink anymore? No, don't, don't order that. Like, let's be allies in the lives of our friends as well to help them reach their goals. But more importantly, we need to be our ally, an ally to ourselves. What does conviction look like? Well, some of you don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, if you haven't been definitive in your life, this is a good time to start. 30 days. Can you be definitive about one thing and not waver from it over the next 30 days? That's your homework. Um, again, don't live in the past, uh, but also don't have people around you who keep pulling you into the past. I've talked about this before on previous podcasts regarding confidence, but one of the worst things we can do is surround ourselves with people who reinforce the, the person that we're trying not to be. So whether it's people that like to hang out and you've decided not to start, you know, not to party anymore, if it's people that smoke and drink and you've decided I'm not smoking and drinking, and if people who, who um, enjoy eating a lot of the bad things and you've decided I'm, I'm going to have a clean diet and I'm moving forward into a life where, you know, I'm going to only eat, you know, all natural whole foods and, but your friends are, you know, 50, 100 pounds overweight and that's what they like to do and you constantly surround yourself with them, guess what? You're going to end up right back to a place where you don't want to be, to your old self. I've said this before, and I'll say it again because it's one of my favorite analogies. If you're in a room full of sick people and you're healthy, the likelihood of you making this room full of sick people healthy is unlikely, zero. You are probably going to get sick. I don't care what you do. Your good health is not going to spread throughout that room and make everyone healthy. In fact, their sickness is probably going to make you sick. Your only hope is to remove yourself from that room full of sick people. And so that's my challenge to you as well. If you are surrounded by a bunch of sick people in your life, even if it's your family, you're going to have to make some hard choices if you want to get to that next place. Finally, finish what you started. A lot of you have a stack of goals that you've been looking at for the last several years that you haven't accomplished. Maybe you've accomplished one or two, um, but you have like 10, 20 goals, and half, most of them are not uh, finished and completed. And everyone that's not finished and completed is a zap to your confidence. It strips away from what you're actually trying to build. So here's what I, my suggestion. Rip up all of those goals and start over. Start with two or three. Two or three easy goals that you can reach and attain. And then once you've reached and attained those goals, add two or three more. 
that are easy to attain. And then after you've attained those and you build your confidence, add a medium range goal that you can reach and go from there. To have a mountain of goals that are unattained, again, is a promise broken to yourself, each and every one. And each and every one of those unfulfilled promises to yourself totally strips away your ability and your confidence to reach any of the goals, to be nearly as successful as you've set out to be. Building your confidence is a is literally a building block, one block at a time. And if, if, for example, your goal next year is to run a marathon, don't go out and try to do 12 miles a day. How about one mile a week to start with and build? And maybe the goal is not to run a marathon this year, but maybe the goal is just to run a marathon. So every day you run you know, however many, maybe you run a mile a day, maybe you run a mile a week to start because that's where you are um, and you accomplish that and then you add another mile and you add another mile till you get to the point where you can put in 12 miles a week or whatever the training regimen is. But don't, don't put these unreasonable tasks in front of yourself because when you don't reach it, now if you do, yes, when you do, but the likelihood of you actually doing that is slim. If you haven't done the initial work to build your confidence to get to the place where you know you can do it. So start, start small. Remove things from your life that aren't putting you where you need to be, including people. Strip away the goals that, are, that have been on your goal list for too many years that you haven't accomplished and start from scratch. The, the single act of actually doing that will ignite your confidence in a way that you probably can't even fathom. So remove the stuff from your life, from your calendar, from your environment that you already know doesn't match your future vision for yourself. And that alone will ignite the confidence that you need uh, to, to have the power that you need to move into the self that you want to be. You won't get your confidence until you do something powerful or until you do something. Um, I, and it could be something small. I have a friend that um, is a bit of a hoarder. And so I challenged her to like, you know, not challenged. I'm probably embarrassed her a little bit. I went to her class like, why do you, I've never seen you wear this. Why do you have this in your closet? Never seen you wear this. Well, I had, I bought this because, you know, and they had 50 million excuses. I said, take from this closet everything that you haven't worn in the last year. And when she was done, it was like 70% of her wardrobe. <laughs> so, so I said, okay, we're going to bag this up and we're going to take this over to Goodwill. She was kicking and screaming, you know, some expensive items, some stuff even had tags on them. But in that moment, in that act of driving, it was it was painful. I'm not even going to go through all the emotions of, you know, uh, loss and everything, you know, denial. And, you know, it was like grief, you know. But I'm going to tell you today, this person, the uncluttered person that I look at today is not even close to the person that had uh, that closet stuff full of things that they did not need nor want nor nor use and it was revelatory to watch and the the 180 difference I can't even express to you it's similar to the woman that put her $50 savings on automatic you can't beat her saving today so the last thing I want to say as it relates to confidence is not just prune not just forward face but also organize your life in a way 
that matches the person that you want to be. Organize your life in a way that matches the things that you want to accomplish. Set yourself up to win. Eventually, your confidence will reach a place where you know deep in your soul, no matter how big things look, no matter how daunting they are, that you will be able to complete them. But if you're at a place where you, you can use some wins, set yourself up to win. Don't put unreasonable goals in your path. Don't put unreasonable people and people who will take you away from what it is that you want to do. Success is within your grasp. And here's what I know. You can do it because you've done it before. There's no one listening to my voice that hasn't done something that they're proud of. I I guarantee you something you have done in your past, you're proud of, which means you can do it again in your future. You just have to set the table for yourself so that you never have to look back. Um, and let me just say, doing this this podcast, I've said this before, is part therapy for me. Every day that I get up to open this microphone, I'm like, okay, I hope that I can say something that will inspire someone. You know, like that's my fear. My greatest fear is that, you know, I won't be relevant in a way that it matters. You know, I want to make sure that if I'm talking that it, it actually will spark something. And I hope someone can get something from all of the things. But that's my fear. You know, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> you know, and and every email that I get, and every person on Twitter with the hashtag confidence who adds Karen Hunter and says this helped me, it builds my confidence to keep going. So let me just say thank you. You know, all of us in some way can help build somebody else's confidence by encouraging them to keep going. So um, that's also part of it. We need we need a team and a support family around us to, you know, just help galvanize the things that we want to do. No one gets through this life alone, even though we come in into in, even though we come into life alone to get through it successfully requires a team. So that's my final 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 thing that I want to say about confidence. Surround yourself with people who love support you, who love you, who support you and who are willing to help you reach some of the goals that you have written down because it's so much more fun to do it as a team. So that's it. That's all. Uh, again, thank you for joining me on this series of confidence. We're going to be doing more series here on I am Karen Hunter in the hub on this podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Karen Hunter with the hashtag confidence for this particular series. But just follow me anyway, because that's where I do most of my uh, back and forth. And that's where I actually have my most uh, my greatest amount of support is on Twitter. I love my Twitter family and I love you guys for for being a part of this. Share it. If you've got anything from it, share it with as many people as you can and until next time 